It's all a moot point. <laughs> like a cow's opinion. Just doesn't matter. It's moot. discussing Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life, the um, very highly anticipated and then somewhat mildly reviewed <laughs> revival of Gilmore Girls. Um, so yeah, let's jump right in with our, our, with our overall thoughts. So what, did you, what did you think overall? Obviously, when we heard they were making the revival, we were absolutely thrilled. Um, you know, watching the original show is, just makes you so happy. It's such a pleasant show. Um, and I do think it lived up to, you know, just like the feel-good original show. I was really happy watching it. Obviously, there were some disappointments, but overall, very positive. Yeah, I know. I completely agree. Overall, I really enjoyed this experience. I think as a lot of Netflix shows, as, as is the case with a lot of Netflix shows, there were some pacing issues, like some things were maybe longer than they should have been, that some things could have breathed a little more. Uh, it's a weird format when you have an hour and a half. Um, but yeah, overall, I really liked it. It had the Gilmore Girls magic. It felt true and honest. The other thing was with them being older in general, there were, there are things that just every Gilmore Girls fan has to admit, like Lorelai is a little immature, you know, like Rory is a little bit spoiled. And those things, like while charming in high school and college, just hit you harder when you're talking about adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can definitely but, but, talk more about that in the discussion later. Um, but yeah, do you want to jump in with our top six favorite moments? Yeah, we'll, we'll go through our favorite moments, our least favorite moments, and then we will discuss. We have many feelings. Yes, we do. Per use. Per use. <laughs> okay, so should we start with our favorite or our least favorite? Uh, let's go least favorite first. Okay, number five, that they took out the theme song. Like, what? I mean, if if you have no time limit on a Netflix-based episode, why would you take out the thing that sets the tone for Gilmore Girls? I know it's just such an iconic theme song, and like they used it in the commercials, like even the other verse that isn't mm-hmm. in the. Mm-hmm. And then they just didn't pop it in. So yeah. yeah. Bummer town. Yeah. Um, wait, you do number four because you wrote that one. <laughs> number four is when we literally had to sit through five consecutive hours of the Stars Hollow musical. I mean, I didn't. I just. I just don't even have words. That, that was. Yeah. This, painful. this is in the summer. It was episode. irrelevant. Like that could have just. That could have been. 12 to 30 seconds, and we would have gotten the point. And we literally saw every act of that musical. Yeah, it, was it really felt like a time killer. I don't know. It, I don't it know was who, very who unnecessary. On the bright side, we did see Liza from Younger. Yeah, we like her. She is great and very talented, but I wish they actually used her as an actual character who interacted with the other characters, because mm-hmm. I think she was very Stars Hollowy. Yeah, she could have been they... Lorelai's best friend. Or something. But yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. 
Although she is very talented and we do love her. Yeah. Um, number three was when Rory interviewed with that um, blog and she was just so entitled and she did a terrible job. It was just painful to watch and Rory sucks at journalism and it just all came crashing down. Yeah, we will fully analyze Rory in a second here, but we'll just leave it at that for now. That was a worse moment for us. For sure. Okay, number two, when they teased us with Tristan being at the uh, Chilton reunion, but Chad Michael Murray didn't show up for the revival, even though literally every other cast member from the original show got off their butt and showed up, that was a bummer. Yeah, we wanted Chad. We really wanted Chad. <laughs> it's okay, though. But that, I mean, don't even mention him if you're not going to have the real deal, you know? Yeah. And number one, I think everybody saw this coming, was um, Jess, A, not so much that he wasn't with Roy, but that he wasn't, like, with somebody who deserved him, and he wasn't happy, and, like, and, and he that he just wasn't an, a big, yeah, like, that he wasn't a huge part of the show, because let's be real, he's the best character. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, and our best, our favorite things about the revival? The 15 Funnily seconds enough. of Jess. <laughs> yep. <laughs> every time Jess was in it. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, every time Jess is on Gilmore Girls, he absolutely nails it. Like, we're, right now I'm in my rewatch, I'm in season six, and he just came in and put Rory's life completely back on track after she destroyed it. And he does that again in this show. And he is just an amazing influence. He's a wonderful, complex character. And Rory is an idiot. Yep. I love Jess. Okay, talk about number five. Number five was the very first scene um, of the whole thing when they talk really fast and then they go, ooh, we haven't done that in a while. And I thought that... It was on the nose. Yeah, it was just a really cute little intro, like... We're jumping right back in. Which they did. Number four, Emily cleaning out the house with the, uh, if it doesn't give you pleasure, toss it out. Oh my God, thing. that was hilarious. <laughs> Emily in general was the highlight of this revival, I thought. Just, she was, she was hilarious. She, she is a wonderful character and an amazing actor and really brought heart where it was lacking from the other two characters sometimes. Yeah, she was fantastic. And and then our, our number three top moment going hand in hand with that was uh, Richard's funeral, which was one of the, I don't know, it was one of the realest and best played out scenes in the show, mm-hmm. probably because it was it came from a real place of the actor actually dying. Um, but it was, yeah, it was very well done and it felt real. Yeah. Uh, number two was Lorelai and Emily's therapy sessions. It was just... Like, so needed and so hilarious. I'm glad they yeah. finally went there. Yeah. And number one was Luke and Lorelai finally getting married. Oh, my God. The wedding scene was so beautiful. Yeah. It was, it was, it was adorable. Great. It was time. Yeah. It was really time. Notice how Rory is not in any of our top moments. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't actually notice that. Wow. Yeah, that says a lot. Uh, she sucks. It's not that she sucks. She, she sucks. <laughs> Should we just go right and should we should we just analyze Rory? Yes, we should. <laughs> okay. People 
I feel like I saw a lot online after the revival of how out of character and like how this revival was horrible because Rory was like just like sucked at everything and wasn't like she was before. But if you really look at the at her history and how she was raised, this what happened with her character was just completely in line with the original character. Like this is a character she was raised as like this angelic good at everything person who was never praised for effort just she was praised for this innate godliness that was like blessed upon her so you know like she doesn't know she doesn't actually know what failing and and learning from failure is like like she just thinks she was born to be great yeah and of course yeah i don't think anything she did was out of character but that doesn't make it any less disappointing that it that 20 years later she hasn't pulled anything together. She's still, like, a bitchy, entitled... You know, she's, it feels like she's still 16. And it... it does. Well, she just doesn't know how to deal with failure or not automatically winning. It's how she was raised. Like, she... It just makes perfect sense that she wouldn't have her life in order because she doesn't know how to put her life in order. She was handed everything. Yeah. Her whole life. I agree. But it was still... I thought... I was really disappointed. Not with... Not, like, with her um, actions, I guess, that they were out of line, but just that she hasn't... Yeah, that she didn't do anything. Yeah, and it, I think... Yes, well, that's true. It wasn't that disappointing to me because it felt so right. Like, it was just such a... It was the character, and they were true to the character. Yeah. And, like, it, people love Rory when she's 16 because those things are charming when she's 16. Like, she is really good at, at school. She's the star, and she's entitled and spoiled, but it's cute. But then, you know, that's bad parenting. Like, you, you can't just treat your child like they were born to be great without working for it. Yeah. That kind of mindset is dangerous, and I think it's very true the way it plays out. Yeah. Um, what would... Oh, yeah, the interview. That's what we were talking about before. Yeah, she that interview, like, really, really showcases her personality in a 10-second scene. Just how she feels like she's God's gift to journalism. She's stooping down to do this blog. And she's acting like she deserves it. And she sucks at the interview. And, like, as a viewer, nobody watching that, I think, thinks that she's, like, a great... Like, that she deserves it after that. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and not only now, but if you look at season six, have we? do we ever have any evidence that, A, Rory even... Lo- like... It's almost like she's been on this path since she was a child, like an infant, mm-hmm. because her mother wanted her to be a star and rise above her own situation. But there was just never evidence that she actually had a passion for writing, or like a passion for academia, or any talent. I mean, like I disagree with that. I think it's very clear she loves being, or like in the past, she loved being on the Yale Daily News. She was like, saved the paper from not getting out that one time Paris but, was like, did she love it, or was she just born on this earth to be an amazing journalist like her mother wanted? Like, did she actually, did she actually 
love it? And did she actually have talent for it? I mean, Mitchum Huntsberger didn't think so. <laughs> I don't. I don't see it that she didn't love it. I think she did, but again, she, I think the biggest issue is that she was never praised for working hard and that she never experienced failure. Except for that Mitchum Huntsberger where thing, she where absolutely she just crumbled. Yeah. And then Jess brought her up from the ashes. Yeah. <laughs> and was like, get your butt back to Yale. And then yep. she still didn't date him because she has serious problems. Yep. But yeah, I mean. Oh, wait. Do you want to talk about her and Logan right here? or? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Just like, obviously going in, I shipped her and Jess so hard. I love Jess. He's the best character on the show. But looking back she just does not deserve him and her and logan are meant to be together they're both jerks they're both spoiled entitled people and yeah they go well together yeah it's interesting it's like there's this this show is all about this cycle of self-fulfilling prophecies where it's like everyone is just destined to be with their like christopher slash logan no matter what Mm -hmm. and like you're it's like there's almost yeah there's I guess we'll talk about this when we talk about the final four words but yeah it's like it was always Logan wasn't it it doesn't there was just no other way around it that's what this show is that's what this show is yeah it's like how Lorelai keeps freaking sleeping with Christopher okay but Lorelai broke the cycle yeah and I think in the future Rory will too I feel like this isn't a end of forever this is like I hope so. I think yeah. even if it's not officially there's going to be another season, I think the viewer can like decide the ending, maybe. Yeah, and I think, yeah, that's an interesting point. Although, given the very ending, it seems like things may be set in stone. Yeah. Yeah, should we discuss that? Because that's where the majority of my feelings lie, to be honest. <laughs> sure. So obviously one of the biggest anticipations of this revival is the final four words that yeah, spoiler alert here like just go watch the revival before yeah, what you, are you uh, doing if you click to this podcast without watching <laughs> yeah huge spoilers coming up okay go ahead um yeah so these were the final four words that were intended to be used in the original series um but it's wait i don't want to mess this up it's mom yeah i'm pregnant (laughs) yeah it took us forever to actually realize that was four words because they weren't spoken by the same person but then we were like okay we're like i'm pregnant is two words yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so those were the final four words i totally called it just saying that it was gonna be like i'm pregnant or i'm having a baby something like that yeah, I did not like this to be. First of all, I didn't like it now, and I, I strongly dislike it for the original finale. Mm-hmm. It's like, but it's again, it's so in line with the show. There's this weird theme of like motherhood being this destiny that you can't escape. Like, th- think about all these mothers on the show who, like, just couldn't escape motherhood. Lorelai. Sherry, Lane, Suki, like, did any of those people want to be mothers? Or was motherhood just, like, this destiny that you can't escape on this show? 
Yeah. Like you're just faded to this cycle of motherhood when you don't want it. Like every other woman on the show. It's so weird. Like despite all the ambition and potential that Rory had as a kid, Mm -hmm. she still ends up at unwanted motherhood. Yeah. And it's so weird. Like why? Yeah. It's just like this kind of reminded me of the Himium finale in ways that the show spent so much time building up these characters who are developing and growing and then the finale just reverts them back to their original state that it's impossible to get out of your destiny and it's really annoying and frustrating yeah totally like if I was Amy Sherman Palladino I would be so frustrated with like all the conversations about Rory is Rory with uh, Dean or Jess, Dean or Jess. Like why, why are, is this character who you put so much work into being defined by men? Mm-hmm. And, but then instead of ending a cliffhanger where she's turning her life around in her career, you still keep her tied to men and motherhood. Yeah. And it's kind I just of don't... mind boggling that she wanted that. For, for Rory when she was going to, when she was 21. Yeah. Like, at that point in her life, the ending they gave her was so much better than this. She she turned Logan down, and she went on to work for a campaign, right? Yeah. Um, and that's what she... that was, she was She had all this potential and ambition, and mm-hmm. that is such a better ending at 21 than pregnancy. Right. Like, right after college. That's... She, I'm shocked, honestly, that that's how she intended the, to end the show. Mm-hmm. And people hate on the last season, but it was definitely better than that. Right. At least, like, the final ending was, yeah. Yeah, in general, rewatch. So, I'm rewatching the show now. I was going to finish it before the revival, but obviously that didn't happen. I'm on the end of season six now. And the last time I watched the final two seasons was when they aired, when I was in, like, eighth grade or something. And it's, yeah, it's really different this time around. I like it a lot more. I, yeah, I no longer feel like they're destroying these characters. They feel right to me this time around. Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty disappointed with the final four words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not cool. So do you think there's potential for a season two? Definitely. I feel like the actors are down considering how many they got. I mean, but are the main actors? I don't know. I don't know either. And what would happen in a season two? And and the most annoying part is now we have the stupid like who's the father cliffhanger instead of like what's the career gonna be? Yeah. It's like well the career's over. Who's the father? It's yeah. so annoying. Uh, like it's very it's horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think season two potential, especially. I don't, I, I have such disrespect for writers who don't end with closure. Like, how could she have possibly wanted that to be the final four words in the original show? Well, it just, it's, it's, in, it's in line with the theme of you can't escape your destiny, motherhood is inevitable. Like, ugh, I just think it's so mean that these viewers who stuck with you for seven years aren't going to get closure. Yeah. Yep. Very little, very few shows do a solid finale. And honestly, the original finale was not bad. The original finale was really good, I thought. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, 
like on one hand she obviously wants there to not be closure so I don't know if there will be a season two but it's so open yeah yeah and there's no there's no word on it officially so we will have to wait and see yeah I mean obviously I'd be happy you know like it's a it's a fun little show I would consider them not having it in this hour and a half episode format it was just it was some some things were just too drawn out when it was an hour and a half yeah I agree with that. I like it can be four episodes that's fine you know I'm all for really short and tight storytelling mm-hmm. but an hour and a half just let some things sit way too long yeah and yeah I think it could have been done better in a 45 minute 50 minute situation yeah netflix has a lot of pacing problems i think that's a thing they need to fine-tune but yeah yeah so anything else we want to discuss about it um yeah what did you think of just the overall show uh how it compared to the original was it did it still have the same um i don't know aura (laughs) yeah it had the aura i think it was actually remarkable how well they did the aura. I agree. Like, the way characters slipped back in, or actors slipped back into their characters. Paris was perfection. Michelle was perfection. Yeah. Lorelai and Rory, they had the banter. I don't know how they picked that back up, but they had it. They had the fake coffee cup acting. Yeah. It, it was all... Suki's, like, literally two seconds. She had, like, one line. And all the t- movie roles she played that are completely not Suki, the way she deliver that line yeah 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 no it it definitely had the essence it was very in line with the original series i think original fans of the show like you couldn't really hate it you know it it was exactly what you needed to get out of the gilmore girls revival Mm -hmm. yeah the the nostalgia component they did nail for sure yeah they even got the freaking town troubadour back (laughs) I know, they really got everyone. Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Did you... Uh, never mind. What? Yeah, Kirk. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. How many people they were able to get back. Yeah, it was great. And then the whole cast of Parenthood as well. Oh, yeah. They, Lauren Graham's they other so. show. They snuck them all in there. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. So is that, does that about cover it? Yeah, I think so. All right. That's our review of Gilmore Girls. Man, we Overall, haven't done that good. in a while. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fun. Talk to you next time. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Move Points podcast. You can find us on Twitter. We are at MoodPointsPod. Or send us an email at moopointspodcast at gmail.com. Our Tumblr page is moopointspodcast.tumblr.com. And we'd love to hear from you about new ideas, questions, or any feedback you may have. Thanks for listening.